This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. It's been 30 years since they came. 30 years? No! They took my child! 30 years? I'm gonna kill you. No! It's been 30 years since they came. What can I say about the Man in Black's origins other than my own? I mean, we've all got our own origin story, I suppose. But the Man in Black, he has a more interesting story to tell because he's not quite fully human. He's definitely not one of them. That I know for a fact because he hates them. He hates them with a passion. Well, I'll just tell you what I know. This is all from rumour and hearsay, because the man in black hasn't really come out and said it all. But I know bits, other people know bits. And this is me putting all the man in black story together that I know of. There's a lot more to it. That I can guarantee. Now, the man in black, he's now an old man. He really is old. He was in his early 40s when they turned up on that first day. He's in his early 40s. Now, he's in his 70s. That old psycho is in his 70s and he's still kicking Anunnaki ass like it's fun, like it's just games. He hates them. He hates them all with a passion and he's relentless with it. He is completely relentless. And his hatred all comes from the day that they turn up. So what happened was, when they went house to house, after they'd taken all the school kids away, they got a scanner out and scanned every man, woman and child. And uh, if the holographic computer said that they were to be taken away, they were, be, they were to be taken away. And any resistance from the parents they'd be killed. It's as simple as that. And there was resistance because the man in black and his wife, they would not allow their kid to be taken. I mean, when they scanned her, she scanned red. Humans don't scan red. No, no, they don't scan red at all. Anunnaki, they scan green. Humans, they scan orange. The little girl, the man in black's little girl scanned red. When they grabbed that little girl, the man in black and his wife, they both fought back hard. They fought back hard. They shot her in the face. They shot the man in black's wife in the face to pacify the man in black, because she scanned orange. The man in black, he scanned red. Now, what, what does it mean if someone scans red? I'll tell you what it means. It means they're Nephilim. Now the man in black, he didn't know at this point that he was a Nephilim. All he knew about his family, his bloodline, was his great-grandfather was a bastard child. So his mother got knocked up by someone important and they pensioned her off and sent her to this country because it was in Norway. His bloodline was Norwegian. His mom got knocked up with him and they got pensioned off to the UK, had a house bought 
and was given enough money for their for them to have a good 10 years of a good life so she could find a job when he was when that kid was old enough and that's what they did with her so he had royal blood because she worked for the royal household that's the only explanation behind it the true story of that we will never know as i said we only know bits and bobs what the man in black the old man has said to us and he's not said the whole story to any one person so that's how he was nephilim he was nephilim from having diluted nephilim blood because nephilim only ever go out with rich and wealthy people people with the same class and high importance just to keep the genes as pure as possible he had watered down nephilim blood but he was nephilim nonetheless i suppose because he was brought up as a commoner through all these dilutions that's what made him a real person that's what made him side with the humans more because that's what he thought he was he was always a human and he is the most humane person i've ever met not once have I found a more humane person towards human beings. But oh, he fucking hates these Anunnaki so much. And, and I've heard that once he came across a group of actual Nephilim and he destroyed them. But that's another story. All I can tell you is it was not a pretty story. It was the ugliest thing he's ever done because he treated all Nephilim as traitors to humanity because they are humans they just have a genetic alteration which allows the Nephilim to use the Anunnaki technology and that is it that's the only thing that sets a Nephilim apart from a full-blooded human being and that is their ability to use Anunnaki technology so when he saw his wife get murdered in front of him he went absolutely apeshit. But the Anunnaki, they just beat him to the ground and carried on beating him and beating him and beating him. He was blooded, he was bruised. He got set upon by, what, 10, 15, maybe even 20 Anunnaki soldiers. They all battered the living shit out of him. And then they dragged him away. They dragged him away to detention. Now, I've known a few people come out of that detention centre. They're, they're all on our team. They're all on our team of freedom fighters and everyone had a real painful experience in, the det in detention. And the man in black, oh God, he had a fucking real bad time in detention. They tried to make him one of them. They even tracked down his blood relatives the blood relatives that pensioned his forefathers off out of spite why would he want to be with them especially after the soldiers the Anunnaki soldiers shooting his wife in the face and then ripping his kid away why would he work for them why would he be on their side and that's what the Anunnaki didn't realize neither did the Nephilim because they're reptilian in nature their uh, nature is to be live and let live because they're cold-blooded they have no 
need for human sentiment. They don't give a fuck. But the old man, that man in black, I still don't know his name. He's never given his name up. He's just referred to as the man in black. He just keeps a lot of things away from people because he is always, he's always in pain, that man. He's always in pain because he loved his wife and his kid. He loved that kid more than anyone else in the world. And they stole his kid away from him. That kid, God knows what they've done with that kid. But if his kid scanned as a Nephilim, then they're gonna bring that kid up as a Nephilim. The ruling class to treat humans like shit. Well, what's left of us? The man in black, he was beaten and tortured in detention. They had him. They kept asking him stupid questions, questions that he could not answer. And the reason why he couldn't answer is because he simply didn't know. He didn't know his abilities. He didn't know what he could and couldn't actually do. He didn't even know that he could use their technology until one day. He only learned of his abilities the day that an Anunnaki scientist let his guard down and the man in black battered him with his bare fist, took his gun and his Anunnaki computer and it all came to life and worked for the man in black. That's how he knew what he was and he hated it. He hated the fact that he was one of them. I suppose one can say that he was embarrassed of what he was because he hated these bastards as much as any other human being. He hated them so much, they killed his wife and they, and they stole his child and they imprisoned him and battered him and beat the shit out of him. And that's, why they and that's what the Anunnaki could not understand. Why they could not change him. Why they could not turn him onto their side to bring him into the fold. And they couldn't understand this. They could not understand why the old man refused to be on their side. Only a human could. And that's what made the man in black different to any other Nephilim. Because the Nephilim, they were always brought up to be bigger and better than humans, to look down on humans, even under their cover of royal positions of being the political class. Even before the days that the uh, Anunnaki came, they were, they were politicians above the normal people. They were kings and queens and princes and princesses above the normal people. And this is why the man in black, he sided with the humans because that's what he was. He had always been treated like a human for his entire life and that's how he chose to live by. He was a human. There was only one difference, a slight variation in his genetic code which allowed him to use their technology and that is as far as he saw it. Now the man in black, he would do anything to get his kid back but he knows his kid is gone. He knows that even if he did find his kid, that his kid would have been raised too much to be and Nephilim. He knew that his kid would never properly, properly recognise him ever again. That's what made him mad and bloodthirsty. And he had, and that's all he had in his life now was pure anger and rage. 
and hostility towards his Anunnaki motherfuckers. And he got them. Every single one that he comes across, he will kill. Same with the Nephilim. Pure revenge. That's all he's got is revenge. And that's why he's still in his 70s fighting and killing and maiming. And he'll keep doing so until the day he dies. And I've got a funny feeling that he could even live to 100. That he could live past 100 and still, and still be a murderous motherfucker that he could kill, maim and injure any Anunnaki that comes near him and he will have his way. He will win. No matter how many people he will kill, he will always win. Because he is the man in black, the old man, the hope of the loss of humanity. Thank you for listening. Please come back next week for the next episode. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not check out our other podcast, A Tribute to Men That Hate Their Jobs, which is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast, there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong and offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is not recommended for younger audiences. All our podcasts are available on YouTube. Just search for the Master X Media Podcast channel. In addition, you can also find our podcasts on Amazon Music, Red Circle Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. We also have another YouTube channel called The X Review. This is a review and reaction channel. Not only is it on YouTube, but it is also on Brand YouTube, BitChute and Rumble. You can also find us on Facebook, Gab, Twitter and Parlour. All the links are in the description below.